This is the Holding Out to Learning LLC production. Hit it! The ideas expressed on this show are not the views of their employer. Besides, if you really want to take advice from this guy, well, you should probably do it at your own risk. You better turn right back around because here comes the short bob dude from the Parents Recharge Show. What is going on, fellow parents? Thank you for dropping in to the Parents Recharge Show. In this episode, we're going to dive into what they call executive functioning skills, which can be a variety of things, but mostly we think of it in terms of organizational skills. And if your kids are like mine, this is something that they, they have so many struggles with. And I know I'm not alone, and neither are you, because kids everywhere are struggling in this department. So if you don't know, if you haven't been around for a while, I'm actually a a resource leader in a school district where I work in pre-K programs all the way to high school, and I just help staff and try to help figure out ways to support kids. And I can tell you, at every level of education, teachers and paraprofessionals and principals will always talk to me about They just don't have any executive functioning skills. They just don't have organizational skills. At the elementary, it's like they never have a pencil or they're always forgetting their lunchbox or those kinds of things. And at the middle school, it's they never know what to show up with or they're always forgetting things in their locker. At the high school, Johnny never remembers to bring his sports equipment or uh, they never remember to write down what their homework is. All of these things are constant and it is a struggle if you're a parent i totally get it and we are still trying to work through it and we are nowhere near mastering this skill but i feel like i have a few things i can probably share with you today before i jump into all that though let me remind you you can hook up with me at recharged family on all the socials and feel free to reach out and provide any feedback or ask questions or whatever else you'd like to share at if you hit me on an email rechargedcommunity at gmail.com And I will also throw this out there. I often say it's important to rate and subscribe for audio podcasts, and that absolutely is true. It will show up for other people, and people can stumble upon your podcast that way. But usually the best way to grow a podcast is if you get value here and you like what we're doing, share it with your friends. Let them know. So hopefully they get a little bit of help from what we're rolling out too. So let's get into this hot mess we call organizational skills for our kids. It's time to get recharged, people. So executive functioning. Every kid, this is a key component. Every kid needs help with this. Even if if you have a child who's in high school and they like run themselves and they are extremely organized and they've got everything down, I want you to know you are a rare, your child is a rare person. That is not the case for most kids. I will also tell you, like, the level of support you need to provide with organizational skills is really age-dependent. It's developmentally appropriate. We have to give more support when they're younger, and we hope as they get older, they start to figure things out a little bit more, and by the time they leave the nest and head on to college or career or move out on their own, that they have enough of these organizational skills that they can kind of keep themselves together and blaze their own trail. So I'm going to come at this from a few different angles, because I know our audience, we have parents of 
kids with elementary school in the elementary schools and we have parents of kids in secondary schools, whether it's middle school or high school. So I'm going to come at this a couple different ways. I'm going to start with elementary. And I'll tell you, if you have a child in the elementary school, if you think that they've got it all together and they're going to remember everything all the time, I'm going to tell you you're kidding yourself because that's not how it usually works. In fact, at the elementary level, we have to do a ton of hand-holding. And when I say we, it's not just parents. Educators do this as well. They think through systems of how they can best help kids get organized. And when the kids go to middle school, teachers try to pull the reins back a little bit. But what we found out is that there's still a lot of kids who need a high level of support with getting themselves organized, even in middle schools and even at high school. In case you're fairly new to the program, I'll share that I have twin girls and they just started in middle school. And I can't tell you how thankful I am for their band teacher who has taken everything that they need and placed it into a binder. And inside the binder is this little bag that holds all the like tools they would need, whether it be pens, erasers, whatever. And so they helped, the, they helped every kid organize a specific system. And it's a beautiful thing. But I will also say, just because you set up a system doesn't mean that your child is going to have success with that system. And that's what we're going to dive in today. Every brain is different. And if you've been with us for a while, you know I've hit on this so many times and I keep going back to it. Every person is different. Every brain is different. So what happens a lot of times is we try certain things and we hope for a great result. But a lot of the times what we do is we provide options that are how our brains as parents think. In other words, I do it this way, so I'm going to teach you how to do it that way. And that could work. However, just because they're your kid doesn't mean that they're going to organize themselves in the exact same way that you do. So just like when I'd said in a previous episode about behavior, you feel like you're throwing spaghetti at a wall. When you're trying to help uh, one of your kids with organizational skills, it's very similar in this aspect too. You try things, maybe parts of it work, parts of it don't work. You try things, none of it works. And you start to, over time, piece things together. And I can tell you, our eldest child, who is a junior in high school, we are still working out systems. However, we've learned a lot through this process. But the way that he organizes things Far different than the way that my wife or I organize things. Far different than the way our girls would try to organize things. And that's okay as long as he has a system that he's willing to stick to. I'll give you an example. Years ago, when my wife and I were dating, she came by my apartment and I happened to be, do- <laughs> I happened to be going through my bills and working through my bills. And what she realized at that time was that anytime it was time for me to get out the checkbook and go through and pay the bills, I'd pull out a shoebox. And (laughs) it was a bit different back then. We're talking about over 20 years ago now. But it wasn't online banking and things like that. I wasn't really hooked up into all that yet. It was literally me writing out checks every month. And I stored everything in a shoebox. And my wife will still joke and crack jokes about 
about how I used to use a shoebox as my organizational system. And I'm not, cond- I'm not saying that that's the best idea. Don't get me wrong. I've come a long way since then. But I did have a system. And it was, it was helpful because I did it every single month the same way. I'd pull out my shoebox in it. I'd put my bills there. So when the bills came in over the course of a month, I would be able to you know, pull, I'd be able to have them stored there. I'd pull them out, pull out my checkbook, go through everything, pay it, put everything back, put it in the same spot. I had a system, not, not a system that you know, I would condone and, and say, hey, share this with everybody you know. But it was something that worked for me. But I can tell you, I had a lot of trial and error before that to try to figure out what could work for me. I was young, in my young 20s. I was still working through a lot of it. But th- at that time, that was a helpful system. And so I say that because your child's system may seem a little bit different than yours, and that's okay. A lot of the times we stop and we think like our kids are going to do things the way that we do it, but that's not always the case. Again, brains are different. As a matter of fact, last week I was providing a professional development session with, for teachers and paraprofessionals, and it was a math training. And I asked, some, I asked some of the staff, like, how would you solve this problem? And just about every one of them used, like, an old-school traditional algorithm, you know, with subtraction. So they showed subtraction with borrowing and regrouping, just like probably you did growing up. It's what I did growing up. It's what I still do. And I told them there is nothing wrong with that system. That is a perfectly legitimate way to find a way to get an answer to a math problem. However, math is flexible. And just because that's how our brain is is wired doesn't mean that that's how our children's brains are wired And there are actually other methods to find answers to subtraction problems. And maybe they would prefer one of the other options. And that was kind of one of the points of that specific math training was I was showing them there are some other options. And again, we need to provide a variety of different math options and see what sticks with their individual brains. Because we want them to develop a system. Same thing with organizational skills. You want them to develop a system that works for them, but it is not easy and it's a lot of trial and error. I'll give you a couple other examples that certain things that may work with your kids, but they might not. You might have to do some Google searching to find other things. There's a lot of things that are out there depending on what you're looking to organize. So my daughter, for for example, had traditionally just struggled with organizing the clothes in her drawers, in her dresser drawer. My wife found that rolling them up was a helpful system because then she'd be able to see every single like logo or whatever she was looking for on the shirts. And when my wife helped her organize it, she was like, oh, this just makes sense. She could see all the shirts. She didn't have to like sift through like piles and dig down to the bottom. She could see all of them. And for her, that seemed to be a very manageable system. And since then, we've, we've not had a lot of struggles with her getting her clothes into the, into the dresser drawers, and she easily finds what she needs to. That's her individual system that seems to work well for her. For my son, one of the things that he has always traditionally struggled with was taking his assignments and making sure that he didn't forget them. So one of the things he would notoriously like struggle with would be 
writing down homework when he was at school. So we said, well, here's what you can do. When you get home, we called it a brain dump. We created a sheet where he was going to take what he remembered about his day and just dump it onto a piece of paper as soon as he got home. And then go back into his computer, his Chromebook for his school, and look up any assignments that were listed on online that his teachers would put online and add that down. And then he had a written document showing him exactly what he needed to work on for homework that day. There are plenty of other organizational systems. It could be, for me, I live in the world of sticky notes. I, like, I, that is what works for me when I'm at work. However, my son, when I try that with him, he'd rather fight me to the death than pull a sticky note out. But there's plenty of other options too. And also, if you have a child that's, you know, especially if you have a child who has their own cell phone, they're in middle school, they're in high school, there are plenty of apps available that will do the same thing as a sticky note or do the same thing like notes apps that will allow you to organize your thoughts as it comes in or take pictures of something and organize it. There are a lot of different options out there. Just do a quick Google search and you'll find tons. So to sum up all of this, the key component here is the same thing that I've said on this program over and over and over again. Every brain is different. Every person is unique. They have an individual, individually unique brain. And we need to tap into that and figure out what's the best organizational system for your individual child. It is like throwing spaghetti at a wall. Be patient. I'm telling you, we've been working on this with, with, my, with our junior who's in high school for years. And we're finally getting closer and closer and closer, but we're, it's a still a work in progress. However, the end goal isn't just to Make sure that our children are so well organized by the time they're like 12. The end goal is so that they can, when they're ready to leave the nest, they have an organizational system that will allow them to go out into the world and have things in an organized fashion, however they feel like it needs to be done. And they can tweak things accordingly, just like I did, because I'm not living in a shoebox anymore, but I did back then. And that was helpful. So you just need a system, and it's something they can go to consistently. And you can evolve and you can adapt as you go along and you're going to constantly want to help them do that. So whether you have an, an elementary school child who you really have to create binders, you've got to create a system and remind them about certain things over and over and over again, or whether you have somebody who's in middle school or high school, and then it's just making sure they consistently roll out whatever program, whatever organizational system you have. Either way, it's not easy stuff. If you're struggling with it, trust me, I feel you. We are too. But hang in there. Keep at it. You and your child, you'll figure it out together. Thanks so much for listening. Appreciate you, parent. Have a great one. We'll see you again soon. Matter of fact, the only thing I do know is that most of the time I don't know. Dad, you're super cringy. Is your 9 or 10-year-old already starting to fill out their application for Harvard, Yale, or Oxford? Parenting is just flat-out messy sometimes.
If you happen to like this stuff from the short bald dude, new episodes drop every other Thursday. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you think he's halfway decent, you can also rate and review. You can also send him some feedback too if you email him at rechurchcommunity at gmail.com. You can share ideas on future topics or just yell at him for his horrible sense of humor. We do it all the time. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'd like to give a shout out to Kevin McLeod for the use of his music. You can check out his information in the show notes below.